rocks at the KT boundary suggested that a giant meteorite, many miles in diameter, had collided with the Earth at that time. They theorized that the resulting dust and debris had darkened the skies, inhibited photosynthesis, killed plants and animals, and ended the reign of the dinosaurs. This dramatic theory captured the media and public imagination. It began a controversy which continued for many years. Where was the crater from this meteor? Various candidates were proposed. There were five major periods of extinction in the past. Had meteors caused them all? Was there a 26 million year cycle of catastrophe? Was the planet even now awaiting another devastating impact? After more than a decade, these questions remained unanswered. The debate raged on until August 1993, when at a weekly seminar of the Santa Fe Institute, an iconoclastic mathematician named Ian Malcolm announced that none of these questions mattered and that the debate over a meteoric impact was a frivolous and irrelevant speculation. Consider the numbers, Malcolm said, leaning on the podium, staring forward at his audience. On our planet, there are currently 50 million species of plants and animals. We think that is a remarkable diversity, yet it is nothing compared to what has existed before. We estimate that there have been 50 billion species on this planet since life began. That means that for every thousand species that ever existed on the planet, only one remains today. Thus, 99.9% of all species that ever lived are extinct. And mass killings account for only 5% of that total. The overwhelming majority of species died one at a time. The truth, Malcolm said, was that life on Earth was marked by a continuous, steady rate of extinction. By and large, the average lifespan of a species was 4 million years. For mammals, it was a million years. Then the species vanished. So the real pattern was one of species rising, flourishing, and dying out in a few million years. On average, one species a day had become extinct throughout the history of life on the Earth. But why? he asked. What leads to the rise and decline of Earth's species in a four-million-year life cycle? One answer is that we do not recognize how continuously active our planet is. Just in the last 50,000 years, a geological blink of an eye, the rainforests have severely contracted, then expanded again. Rainforests aren't an ageless feature of the planet. They're actually rather new. As recently as 10,000 years ago, when there were human hunters on the American continent, an ice pack extended as far down as New York City. Many animals became extinct during that time. So most of Earth's history shows animals living and dying against a very active background. That probably explains 90% of extinctions. If the seas dry up or become more salty, then of course ocean plankton will all die. But complex animals like dinosaurs are another matter, because complex animals have insulated themselves, literally and figuratively, against such changes. Why do complex animals die out? Why don't they adjust? 
Physically, they seem to have the capacity to survive. There appears to be no reason why they should die. And yet, they do. What I wish to propose is that complex animals become extinct not because of a change in their physical adaptation to their environment, but because of their behavior. I would suggest that the latest thinking in chaos theory, or nonlinear dynamics, provides tantalizing hints to how this happens. It suggests to us that behavior of complex animals can change very rapidly, and not always for the better. It suggests that behavior can cease to be responsive to the environment and lead to decline and death. It suggests that animals may stop adapting. Is this what happened to the dinosaurs? Is this the true cause of their disappearance? We may never know. But it is no accident that human beings are so interested.